planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Welcome back to Rabid Noise. That was On Your Way from Corrosion and Conformity's new album, Nine. And joining us on the program now is the one and only Mike Dean from Corrosion of Conformity. Welcome to the show, man. Thank you very much. Good to be here. Awesome to talk to you tonight, man. Well, you're just about to head down here for the first time since 2001 in support of your new album, Nine. And there are a lot of people who are keen to see you guys play again down here. Are you excited about coming back down? Oh, very excited. I mean, uh, I've actually been I've actually been down to Australia twice in the last year and a half or so uh, with uh, Vista Chino, boys from Caius, uh, playing bass for them. So it's just uh, kind of been a dream recently to to get COC back down there and and uh, you know play for that crowd. Awesome, man. Well, uh, yeah. So you've been playing with Vista Chino. You did uh, Soundwave, was that right? It's Soundwave, yeah, 2013, and we did this this uh, last uh, big day out uh, this year. That's right. Yeah, I was there. That was that was awesome, man. So, what are your memories of uh, the first time? Well, back in 2001, the last time you were here with uh, Corrosion of Conformity, that was with Pantera, wasn't it? How, what are your memories of of that tour? Well, I mean, so they were playing, uh, you know, bigger places for Australia at the time, but. You know, these were these were older venues. I mean, a couple of them, in fact, were places that, you know, the Beatles had had performed at. You know, the play, especially the places in, in Brisbane and and Sydney. So it was, it was it was kind of a strange thing. I don't know. Uh, that, that's a that's a pretty that was a pretty wide open uh, bunch of people there. You know, Pepper Keen and Russ Brown, uh, Don Dag Daryl. You know. <laughs> um, <laughs> But uh, I, you know, I just remember them uh, them them going fishing and me waking up too late to get the boat. So I I took the train out of out of uh, Sydney to uh, Katoomba to the Blue Mountain and walked around and you know walked for about an hour. And pretty soon I left all the Japanese tours behind. I was just in this you know completely uh, completely alien but natural uh, landscape, very different from North Carolina. And that was a uh, you know that, that was interesting. Yeah, well, that's 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 awesome going on and uh, you know going for an adventure. You know, sometimes you got to do that. You know, go solo and check out the big wide yeah. world. But I've got to say, man, you you like to play some of those venues that you did back then, like Festival Hall in Brisbane, as you said, where the Beatles and stuff like that. They've torn that down and built a a high rise. You know, I saw some of my first oh, shows yeah. there, and you know, I think it should have. Um, you know, being kept where it was personally because yeah, I'm, no, I, you, you had that feeling about it at the time, and and do, do people recognize that you know that this is historic, or is the you know the the dollar going to take precedence as it often does? <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a real bummer, man. It's it was such a great venue too. Well, um, you know, you guys have been going for about thirty years now, and, and with such a, a great back catalogue, how do you guys decide on a set list? You know, you got so many great tracks to choose from that people want to hear. Uh, you know, where do you even start with that? You know, uh, you start with a, an argument. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, it doesn't progress beyond that. But yeah, yeah, it's difficult to uh, it's difficult to decide what to call and what to include and. Uh, 
you know, I, I, I've been an advocate a long time for doing what just what Clutch does, which is they uh, they take turns being playing setlist god, and uh, you know, there's a, a Jean-Paul setlist and a and a Neil setlist and a, and a Tim Salt setlist and a you know on and on. So, uh, you know, I think uh, I think we should just take turns uh, deciding because it's it, it is difficult. You know, in this case, uh, we don't have Pepper with us. So there's there's a whole lot of songs just out of respect we're not gonna you know try to take on without him and mm. so it's, it's a fair amount of very new material and and very old material just a few uh, a few things from in between so it does make it a little bit easier but there's there's talk of doing some shows with Tupper at some point and so yeah that's going to be a, a more of a, a bigger problem to decide but you know it's a first world problem it's a good problem to have so. I'm not complaining. Yeah, well, I mean, as I said, there's so many great tracks that, you know, I know people want to hear that, uh, you know, you can't please everybody, so you're just going to sort of get up there and, and do what you do and please yourself, I guess. So, But would we be playing a lot off Nine on this tour? Yeah, I mean, we got, uh, we got three of those songs in the works right now, and uh, that's, probably, that's probably where we'll be keeping it. For Australia, anyway, we're just we're just kind of finding our feet playing those live. Um, so yeah, I think I think on your way is probably going to be in there. Brand new sleep, definitely. And uh, there's a couple other ones uh, that we're that we're messing with a, a little bit. So probably one of those. Awesome man. Well, uh, I hope one of those is the nectar. I really dig that song off the new album. Hey, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm uh, thank you. I'm 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 lobbying for that one actually. That's that's uh, that's my current agenda. <laughs> awesome man awesome well um, I've got to say the new album as I said is pretty damn epic and production wise I think you know you did an amazing job do you feel there is more pressure when you're behind the desk compared to having someone else do the job uh it just it just depends on your your point of view and your perspective on it I mean I mean uh, you know being a little more hands on myself working with Custer um you know, I, I did a lot of the engineering, like you say, and 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 uh, to me, that's just uh, that's all tangible, kind of easy work, and it sort of takes my mind off of uh, having to come up with a vocal performance or or writing the lyrics. I can I can actually do better at that stuff by focusing a little bit less directly on it. So, uh, so it kind of keeps us moving. And that's just produce another band is something I want to do. So through nepotism, I got myself this job, and and it. You know, if you like the sound of it, that's good. We were just trying to, we're all on the same page, basically, about trying to sort of capture the the band's sound live, do something that represented that more than uh, than our last record, the self-titled one, and uh, use that as kind of a building block to make a, you know, something that's like a respectable rock album that you might listen to with headphones or something like that. I mean, we're kind of old-fashioned. We think about it in terms of a, an album, a group of songs, as a, you know, just doing it piecemeal, track by track. You know, we like we like uh, we like to you know, new high on fire. I like to listen to the entire record. And, you know, take it all in. You know, get out or any any, and I've gone on back to uh, listening to Led Zeppelin as a child. You know, just like I like I like to to hear the the entire the entire, you know, all the chapters of that particular volume. You know, I don't know what adult responsible adults really have time to do that all the time anymore. But you know, I sure I try to make time to. To listen like that. I think it's important, man. I, I really do, you know, because there's, uh, there's a lot of stuff out there where it's just, 
you know, digital, they put, push the singles and there's so much more on the album. I, I believe bands have got more to say than just one song. So, you know, I, I, I think you, you guys are doing a great job sticking with that spirit. It's definitely yeah. the albums. It, it sounds raw and it's real and it's not over polished and plastic. It's, it's, as I said, real. That's what I love about the new album. Well, it's really easy. Uh, it's really easy to go too far with that t- that stuff nowadays. I mean, it's really very convenient to to overproduce your your stuff and and you know make it too perfect. And it can, you can even take a, a group of competent musicians and and overpolish it to the point where you kind of smell a rat, and mm-hmm. it brings the it brings the performance into question. You know, because it's just so easy to do with a computer. So I mean, we're just trying to use the computer like a very a very dependable, convenient tape machine, basically, you know. <laughs> Use it, don't abuse it. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> hey, man, thanks for all the, the, the kind words. Though. I appreciate that. No worries, man. It's, it's it's you know, that's what I hear in the album. And, you know, and uh, talking about, you know, digital, uh, a, a friend of mine, uh, Ollie, is a, a really big fan of yours and also a big collector of vinyl, and he won't download digital albums. He He would rather wait to get it on vinyl and then give it a spin so we can hear it that way you know being that you know digital has been pushed so hard and there are still people out there that prefer vinyl you know what's your thoughts on that oh well i think vinyl definitely uh vinyl definitely sounds sounds better to me i mean you can there are imperfections to it but but it's uh it's those imperfections add to it you know and I, i i that's that's my preferred format to listen to i mean obviously you can acquire you can, if you're in the music you can acquire quite a few of those it's not the only it's not the only format i consume but it's it's definitely something i like to uh, i like to uh, partake of you know for sure especially uh especially their titles you know and things from when i was a kid i can go out and find at the you know the rummage sale or thrift store or something and and you know they're quite affordable and yeah, apparently there were some people who actually took care of their records back then. <laughs> I like, you know, I like to, I like to find a, a copy of, of, you know, Flex Sabotage, and it, you know, it has like the young lady's name who owned it when she was in the, the ninth grade, and you know, 1976, and in, in, in nice cursive writing, you know, <laughs> written with a ballpoint pen on the inside there, of the gatefold where you know they probably cleaned some very seedy cannabis on it the cover there you know <laughs> it's just it's just part of the it's part of the part of the environment part of the experience to to hear the the cat hair the dog hair like in the stylus when you put it on yeah, yeah i i think there's something special about that like he, he collects like he'll, he'll get multiple copies of the one album you know he's got like uh, a few like zeppelin albums like different you know from different countries and different you know this he you know if you, you give him the time of day, he'll go through everything and, and tell you the backstories. And I think that's something that you don't really get these days, you know, with, you know, Yeah, I mean, you know, not to malign, not to malign digital. I mean, there's, there's potential for digital to sound, mm. to sound transparent. I mean, it sounds overly clean. It's, it's, I think we're just getting to the point with it where it can, it can not, you know, be a non-factor in a way. Like if you use enough bandwidth and you have 192 kilohertz sampling rate, you know, and and 24-bit or 32-bit word length, then you know, if you're willing to use those kind of resources, then then you can get something that 
that actually captures the performance. But these these MP3s, you know, to be honest, those are those are just a a very grainy sketch of of what's going on. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm interested in this thing that Neil Young is uh, is is patenting. He's, he's offered a, a, a an approach to digital music delivery that's you know lossless and full resolution and all that. Sort of interested in checking that out. You're heading down here for uh, a few shows at the end of the month, and uh, I was at the venue playing in Brisbane called The Crowbar uh, to see uh, another band the other night, and I've got to say the vibe in that room when you guys are playing, it's just its just going to be crazy. When it comes to shows, do you find that the energy is better in a smaller room than a massive festival or arena or, uh, you know, something like that? It certainly, it tends to be, it tends to be. I mean, sometimes the larger venues with the, you know, with the, the actual physical distance from the crowd and the, the, the sheer overkill of however many acts, you know, to make such a thing worthwhile. A lot of times there's there's a, there's just a, <clears throat> there's kind of a, a, a palpable distance, you know, whereas, whereas yeah, being in the, being down in the trenches there of a, of a smaller place is, a, is, a, is just a bit more of a connection for sure. I mean, generally speaking, there's exceptions. There's, there's, there's some big concert environments where you can you can get some stuff going, and those are those are really awesome. But it's not always that good. Well, I uh, I can't wait to see you guys play the Crowbar. It's it's just going to be crazy. As I said, the energy. It's a, it's a good room, and it's got you know good vibe, and uh, they've got good beers. So <laughs> I mean, what more do you want? And corrosion of conformity. I think it's going to be awesome, man. Well. Uh, we're definitely, uh, yeah, as I said, we can't wait to finally see you guys come back down here and shred it up for us. Uh, we're excited about it. We, we we booked some dates. They all got canceled, and we just dug in our heels and said, now we're going to find another guy to to make this happen because <laughs> this is not going away that easily. So so we, we kind of dug in our heels, and we're excited that it's working out, you know, getting my uh, filling out my visa paperwork. So, so yeah, it's looking real. That's awesome because I remember when, when – Every, uh, it was on Facebook. Every, the the tour cancellation got got posted, and everyone was like, "I know," was like pretty bummed out. And then uh, before we could uh, blink an eye, it was back up again, and everyone was cheering. So um, yeah, thanks for uh, coming back down. It's going to be uh, awesome. We're going to go to the track, the Nectar now. Uh, so thanks so much for hanging with us tonight, Mike, and uh, we'll see you at the Crowbar on July twenty fourth. Right on. You're very welcome. It's good talking to you. Rock on. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVIC coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your VIC card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVIC coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVIC and Harris Teeter fuel points. 